Hey, hey, Cherry Go Lightly here. Welcome to a brand new chapter of Still I Rise. Many of you have been with me since the very beginning. I want to say thank you, and I love you all. Thank you guys for all the support and all the love. It's been two years, and we made it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know my story and you know my deal. I'm a single mom with two boys who has overcome narcissistic abuse. The new version of myself has emerged, and I'm excited to share my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery with you all in hopes that I may inspire and or empower those who may need an extra push for motivation or those that are in a rut. I am here to help you regain your confidence and take back your power so you can just grab your water or tea, your favorite drink, and let's talk. I can't wait to share this new chapter with you. Good morning and happy Monday. I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. It's been pretty busy for me the past few weeks since my little ones have not, well, not so little anymore, but um, since my boys have been with my sister. So I've been doing what I can to keep myself busy and stay as productive as I can as well. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and share a few things with you guys, but let's get a quick word in from our sponsor and I'll return in just a moment. Hello and welcome back. So what do we do when we are single parents and we're kind of stuck by ourselves when our kids um, either go to the other parent's house or if they end up you know like in my case my kids are with their cousins sometimes it can be very lonely and sometimes it can be uh you know it gets me very sad because I miss them of course but then one thing that we have to remember as parents uh, especially as our kids are getting older we do have to give them that space. We do have to let them have that, you know, that quality time with their cousins because even though your family is not whole, we also have to take into account that, you know, they do crave that togetherness, um, you know, with, with immediate or I'm sorry, extended family. And over the past two years, that's been a little challenge that I've had because since I have had my divorce I feel that my boys and I have been closer and to some degree I feel like I have leaned on them too much as far as you know emotional um, support or you know and that's not healthy And, um, you know, it's like, of course, when all of this stuff transpires, we do have to, you know, they do need us and we stick together. But, you know, as things become more settled and the situation is a little bit more calmer, you know, we also have to embrace the change and we also have to understand that, we're all no longer in that particular phase where we were um, during those, you know, trivial times. And now is the time to move forward. You know, um, I look at it now as 
this is now the time for my kids to really enjoy their their life you know um, not just build up good memories with just myself but also with their cousins and if that means you know um, they spend a few days away from you know myself or you guys you know when your kids do it's like we have to allow that to happen and no matter how hard it is you know um i i can't really speak for having my kids go to you know their other parent um but you know if everything is healthy with the other parent and they're not in danger then I would say that would be the same thing as, you know, allow them to build up memories with the other parent and, you know, provided they're not getting hurt or anything, you know, bad happening, then allow them to to really enjoy their lives. They've, especially for those that have gone through a divorce, you know, we really do have to look at the quality of life that our children are are living, you know, because they do deserve to have a good life. And, you know, we have to think about these things. And I've been guilty of not really looking into, you know, these little tidbits, but now I'm starting to realize it. And another thing I do have to share with you guys is, you know, we really do need to be present with things that are happening in our lives. We have to be present for each blessing. And when I say present, I mean really embracing everything that's happening in our lives. Take time, slow down, you know. Just to share with you guys, I have been that mom that has always been go, go, go. You know, it's always go time. It was always like, you know, it was a rush kind of life it was a hustle and bustle and to some extent it is that way now um I've mentioned on a few episodes that I was part of a uh, multi-level marketing which you know I I have to say I've experienced some great things um throughout my you know eight-year journey with them um I haven't completely jumped off ship however I've definitely slowed down and I'm really starting to put things into perspective because I'm noticing that you know I've lost a lot of time with my children um doing events and you know at the same time I do understand that certain companies or certain businesses do take time however everybody's needs are different everybody has um you know different situations so if you're in a multi-level marketing right now you know and it's working out for you then you know hey keep doing what you're doing keep going um for myself personally i decided to just pump the brakes on it and you know focus on what's happening present in the present because as I was, you know, very gung-ho with this company, I noticed that I was always thinking about the future and, you know, allowing myself to get tired and, you know, just 
beating myself up. Well, here's the thing, and it's not that I'm impatient, but again, it is the fact that I am kind of impatient. Um, the issue with that is, you know, I, being a single mom, I do need immediate results, and um, it can be very challenging when you have to front load effort in order to get um, the financial gain. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, um, after, you know, the the uh, monetary gains of it. But at the same time, I have to be realistic because, you know, as I'm front loading effort, I'm also front loading finances and putting out money for certain events and putting out money for, um, you know, like just gas and things like that. But the gains that I get are very slow. Um, they're not small gains, you know, here, you know, just to be upfront, commission based jobs are great. Um, but you really do have to be aggressive. Now, Another thing that kind of contradicts with my personality is I'm not really the aggressive type. What I mean by that, I mean, I'm aggressive when it comes to certain things. When I want to get things done, I will get it done. But how this contradicts with my personality is I don't want to be a shark that's hunting people down so they can join my corporation or my business or my team because... I don't feel like forcing people to do things that they don't want to. I mean, this is why God gave us free will and I I just don't feel right about it. And um, I've noticed that that was what was consuming my life for a good while. I noticed that I was um, going to many events and I just felt like, you know, the time that I could have been spending with my kids was, you know, just, you know, I... It was it's it was a very hard thing for me to realize and accept because I completely was in love with this business and um you know as I started meditation and really trying to find my authentic self I started to realize and feel that you know this type of um venture didn't really align with my you know, who I wanted to become or not more of it didn't align with who I am authentically. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, as far as the services go, I still look forward to, you know, helping people um, with those services because I do have my license. I, you know, um, I want to be able to have that available to those that are around me, especially with um, these types of services, you want to make sure that you're, um, you know, with somebody that you trust. So the point that I was trying to get with all of this is, you know, you start looking at your life, you know, as a whole and you start really like just weeding things out. It, it's kind of like conmaring your <laughs> your entire life, you know, you go through the purge. Um, and if you are going through any type of spiritual awakening, uh, that's what happens. You just 
start seeing things a little bit differently and you just, you know, your spirit starts speaking to you. I know that sounds kind of weird for those that are not really at this level, but, you know, the one thing I will say is, you know, as you go through these transitions, these traumatic events in your life and, you know, you you start to change. Now, I know that this might resonate with some people, maybe for others that are not on this level. It's okay. I, I mean, not everybody goes through, um, you know, this awakening. And, you know, for those that are kind of uncomfortable with this content, it's okay. I understand, you know, we can always just... Um, listen to the other episodes, but I will start to let you guys know that, you know, since I have gone down this journey and since I'm starting to become a little bit more aware spiritually, I will be talking about this topic more frequently. And, um, you know, I hope that it still continues to help you guys. And even though you are not exactly, you know, um, on this level, you know, I hope that you can still get something out of these episodes. But, you know, with all that being said, I just want to be able to share with you guys, you know, where I'm at in my headspace. And hopefully I can help you guys with yours as I share my, you know, continue to share my story. So I'm going to give you guys some ideas And just share with you guys the things that I've currently, you know, been working on and doing. You know, things have not been, you know, easy. And I just want to let you guys know, it does get easier. So, one of the biggest things that people have a fear of is the finances. You know, I have had this issue over the past two years, sometimes I, you know, like when I was with that um, company, the multi-level marketing company, it's like I would get big paychecks and it would help out tremendously. But then I would also have to pay out again because I had to pay for different events. I had to pay for, um, you know, eating after different meetings and, you know, just in a sense, of course, you have to kind of wine and dine your clients. So it's like, There was just a lot of um, money put into it, but then, you know, that was another thing. Um, As far as finances go, really pay attention to where your money's going. You know, um, be be practical. I know people say take risks and what have you, but also you have to understand, like, you know, it's like, let's say financially, it's your financial situation is equivalent to having a broken leg and then you you know you basically say well I'm gonna go ahead and run a marathon right now your leg is broken you know it's like sometimes you just have to allow yourself to build up that wealth or you know what I mean before you start taking risks otherwise you'll lose everything or otherwise you're gonna struggle and if you are a single parent it's not just you that struggles it's your children that struggles so you know keep that in mind and I'm not saying all, and I'm not saying that, you know, this is what happened with me, but I do know that, you know, because I have been exposed to some of these, 
you know, multi-level marketing um, companies. But, um, excuse me, but I, you know, not the one that I was in, but others that I've been exposed to, sometimes you will have mentors that will push you because they believe that you can do it. Um, and you will end up feeling compelled to spend what you probably do not have, you know, and they'll tell you things like, well, winners always find a way, or if you want it bad, you'll find a way. And sometimes it's just, it's not worth it (laughs) because you just, you know, maybe it might, but at the same time, just be very, um, you know, clear headed about making these types of decisions. And remember, you're your own person. Don't allow anybody to influence you to do something that you're not ready to do or that you feel that you're not, you know, um, financially capable of doing. Um, another thing, too, aside from the finances, it's also the energy that you're putting into these things, you know, um, just really take a look at it, you know, because if you're too tired and you can't spend time with your loved ones, something's going on there. It's like you need to take a break. Um, I've been guilty of just kind of working back to back. And, you know, I remember I would be so tired and I started getting a lot of anxiety because I couldn't really rest. And um, lately, since things have been a bit more on the um, mellow side I have noticed that, you know, since I'm more present, things have been a little bit better for me mentally, spiritually, and, uh, you know, even financially, because I did realize that, you know, things, uh, well, I realized that I wasn't spending so much on things. I wasn't really going out for any events. Um, you know, I wasn't, uh, (laughs) eating out as much. Um, so it it works out, you know, um, sometimes you do need to take a step back to see what's going to be beneficial to you and your family. Um, if you can live without it, then, or if it's better without it, then there's your answer right there. So, you know, um, as I mentioned before on many different episodes, I have started DoorDash. Now, let me tell you guys why, and I'm probably sure that I explained this why, but for those that are tuning in, the reason why I decided to do DoorDash is because during this pandemic, I believe that this is probably the best opportunity, you know, to um, jump on this. Uh, No, I don't get any type of um, points or anything for this, but, you know, I just want to encourage all you single parents or anybody out there you know, if you're struggling financially, like you don't have to stay broke. There's so many different ways to get paid, you know, and this happens to be the one that I use. And um, yes, do I have to hustle? Yeah. Do I have to use my gas? I do. But I will say this. It's like the times that I'm just Sorry, I let my fur babies in. But the times that I'm actually just relaxing. And that's the thing. You have a choice of whether or not you want to relax. Or you have a choice of whether or not you want to go out and work. 
sometimes it can be, you know, sometimes you, there are times where, you know, you may not feel like dashing or there, there may be times where you just, you know, want to hang out or, or maybe there's some times where you're like, okay, well, I have a little bit of free time. Let me go ahead and make extra cash. And that's how it's been for me since I haven't had my boys here. You know, I actually have been door dashing. And I've given myself a personal quota to make at least $200 a week. Now, if you calculate that, that's an extra $800 a month. So with that being said, it's like I don't really have any excuses. Because um, my first year after my divorce, it was actually very stressful because... I would fall short. Um, I mentioned before in my previous episodes, I've had to do cash advances, payday advance loans, and things like that. And uh, I, I think I mentioned this. There was even a time where around the first Christmas, I really wanted to, um, you know, make things happen and give my sons a good Christmas. And I ended up pulling out, you know, one of those payday loans, but it was three grand. And I ended up paying it off, but it was not it was not a good feeling having $200 taken out of my check every payday so you know it's like I never want to be put in that situation again you know um I do apologize for the (laughs) the fur babies in the background they're playing right now but like I said I never want to be put in that situation And I know that there's a few out there that are probably struggling. Even if you have your career, you know, you're still struggling because times are hard right now. But, you know, um, one thing I'll say, my friends, is take a situation and try to, you know, try to look at it in another perspective. Like as this pandemic is going on and it's like we all hate, um, we all hate having to go to restaurants and sit outside you know, in the heat where there's flies and things like that. But at the same time, you know, this could be beneficial, especially if you know that there's an opportunity out there. Like, for example, I know that there are people that are not going to want to go to restaurants because they would rather stay in than sit out in the heat. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to do, they're either going to do Grubhub or DoorDash. So that's why I'm now like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this. And, you know, um, on my second week, you know, I pretty much made um, a little bit 20, you know, I think maybe $20 over than over my, my, um, my quota. Um, do I have to work a little bit harder? Yes. You know, I mean, my weekends, you know, but at the same time, it's like, if I don't make it, like, let's say, for example, if I have something planned that weekend or something, I'm still, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up over it because it's like there's still extra money coming in aside from my paycheck. Multiple streams of income are always good. And if you can find other venues of, you know, of the income, the multiple, the, you know, additional income, supplemental income, then, then do so. You know, this is the time. And one of the things I did learn from the company that I was working at um, you know, there's a financial structure that you really want to, you know, foundation, I mean, that you really want to set up for yourself, you know, um, really start doing some research. I know that, you know, maybe a few of us have gone into debt and it can be hard. And sometimes you just want to focus on what's going on right now, you know, 
But at the same time, you really got to get things going with, um, let's say if you have debt, start looking at stuff and, you know, really start paying things, looking into paying things off. You know, I mean, the, the, the problem is never going to go away. If you don't like the situation you're in, if you were currently living in a house with your ex, you know, spouse, and now all of a sudden you have to, you know, downgrade and, you know, like with myself living in an apartment, I know for a fact that, you know, as I get older, because, you know, here I am next year, I'm going to be turning 37. And sometimes I do beat myself up because I'm thinking I'm about to be 40 and I'm still living in an apartment. You know, there are so many things that I would like to do. Um, you know, I'd like to get a house and, you know, I, I do have a secondhand car. And eventually it's like I would love to upgrade. I'd love to upgrade my life, you know, not to where I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, um, live in a mansion. But I would like to have something that I could call my own. Um, and I would like to be able to pass something down to my children you know, and at the same time, even if that doesn't happen, which I am not going to say that it won't happen because we manifest what we believe in, you know, I want to also get rid of all of my liabilities, all of my debts, because like I said, my friends, the debt's not going to go away. If you're sitting on debt right now, you really have to start making moves on that. Even if it's little moves here and there, get somewhere, make sure that, you know, you are eliminating it. Otherwise, it, it won't get any better. You know, things are just going to remain as they are. Just know that problems never go away. We really have to solve them. We really have to work and transition into, you know, becoming problem solvers, you know, and learning how to think um, and figure things out. Like when times get critical, we're going to be critical thinkers. And, um, you know, for me, I looked at the additional income for DoorDash is not just to have something for a rainy day, but, you know, because like I said, I do know that if, for example, I, you know, fall short or something happens, you know, it's like I always have something, you know, to, um, I always have something to hold back on or, um, or not hold back, fall back on. Um, you know, so it's like always have an emergency savings funds because you never know. Um, but at the same time, you know, I am using this as a way to pay off my debt faster because the old cherry go lightly would think a little bit differently before. If I had money, I would have an itch to spend it. I would need to have the, the latest and greatest things. I used to be all into makeup and I would buy a lot of things and my you know, my boy's dad, he was very much into the latest and greatest things, always had to have, you know, all the most expensive um, electronics and things like that. So it's like our finances were not always so great. We ended up having to pay for or buy all kinds of things that we didn't really need. Um, the more simple life is, the better it is. Um, you know, I try not to focus too much on vanity these days. You know, I... Don't get me wrong. I still do get my lashes done. I still do get my hair done. And, um, you know, I don't really put my makeup on every day. And I'm not saying that if you are that type of girl to do that, to, you know, to, um, to stir away from that. But, you know, um, 
It, it's like whatever makes you feel good. But I've noticed that it is a very expensive, you know, habit. And um, I did start to focus on my inner self rather than my outer appearance. And, you know, I mean, when I go out, I do like to look cute. I do like to, you know, style my hair, do my makeup, do the whole contouring, the whole shebang. But, you know, when it comes down to everything else, it's like I still focus on, you know, being a good mom. I focus more on, you know, keeping my place clean. And I focus more on um, my inner self as far as like, you know, finding myself spiritually, finding my authentic self and just working on being a good person. Because at the end of the day, how I look isn't really going to matter. You know, I find myself looking for the smallest things to make me happy. You know, uh, a lot of people may find certain things that I find fascinating to be boring. For example, you know, when I, I always mention my garden, I love looking at my garden. It makes me happy to see the progress that each little plant has made. Every time I see a new sprout, I'm excited. And sometimes I'll, I'll go back out there within a few days and that sprout has like, it's huge. And I love it because it's a constant reminder for myself that, you know, even the littlest amount of growth can actually evolve into something big. You know, there's always hope when you see things like this, you know, but Another thing that I learned from plants is sometimes I have to change the environment. Actually, my neighbor was, um, my neighbor's boyfriend was laughing. He said, you guys are, me and his girlfriend, we're notorious for moving our plants around. Well, you know, it's like we got to pay attention. If they're thriving, if they're thriving, we leave them there. If they're not, you know, then we actually have to move them. Uh, Maybe they need more sun. Maybe they need less sun, you know. Um, and that's how we are. Sometimes you have to really look at your environment environment, and pay attention to see how well you're thriving, you know, with, um, with your environment. If you're doing well, whoops, if you're doing well, then stay where you're at. But it's like, if you feel that you have already reached your maximum Um, potential for growth and that probably means that it's time to move to a new environment or get uncomfortable a little bit and then thrive Um, you know eventually I know that I probably will not be in this apartment Uh, I know that I'm gonna have to start making bigger moves in order to um, you know thrive elsewhere and enjoy my life um, elsewhere. You know, for example, really start looking and making a plan for yourself. What's next? What's the next goal? I know that writing goals can be corny. I used to think so, but, you know, it it keeps you grounded. It keeps you excited. It keeps you, um, you know, motivated to, to do everything that you do. Sometimes when you feel like your life is stagnant, you know, one recommendation that I can make to you is whenever you start to feel that way, like look around and see what you could be thankful for. Look around and see what you're happy for. You know, for those of you guys that have already left your, you know, um, horrible situation, you guys already know that sometimes it is hard, but you just, you know, you learn how to see things in a much more different light. 
Um, because it's like, you no longer have that abuse. You no longer have the, you know, that, um, daunting feeling over you. And, you know, now it's time to just step into the light and, you know, find your best self. But you know what, um, folks, I'm going to leave you guys with that because my dogs are getting antsy and, you know, um, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note by telling you guys you're awesome, you know, you're loved. And if you don't feel that, I'm going to tell you, my friends, I think you guys are worth it. I think you guys are enough. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and sticking by me throughout these past two years. Um, And I'll see you guys soon.